1: Hey, family, this is Pastor Jomo Cousins of Love First Christian Center. Before we begin today's program, I want to invite you to join me on Facebook live every morning at 630 for prayer. We set the tone for the day by going before the Lord in prayer. We praise him and bring our needs and petitions before him. Simply friend or like me on Facebook and join me in prayer live every morning at 630. Now let's begin today's program.
0: Bible tells us that God is love. Welcome and thank you for listening as you experience more of God's love through His Word with Pastor Jomo Cousins of Love First Christian Center, a Bible-based non-denominational church located in Riverview, Florida. Pastors Jomo and Charmaine Cousins and the congregation of Love First Christian Center are committed to be hearers and doers of God's Word, and you're invited to join in. And now, with today's message, Pastor Jomo Cousins.
1: As I dealt with this word, this is one of those words, uh, praise God, it's going to bless your life. Uh, I'm morphing into uh, some of my old self and some of my new self for this message today. Uh, what I would always do uh, when I was in business and in life, I would always uh, do an annual review, uh, a checkup from the neck up. Look at your neighbor and say, Check up, check up. From the neck up. Uh, because what I have learned is, Uh, If you don't do annual reviews, you're liable to duplicate unhealthy and unproductive cycles. i say that again. If you don't analyze where you are and where you're going and uh, the goals and where you start and where you end, you're likely to fall into some unhealthy cycles and unproductive lifestyles. The Bible says... uh, In in Genesis 8 and 22, that as long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. Everyone say seed time and harvest. So with that being said, you have to be mindful that seeds uh, change seasons and seeds change cycles. And if I don't like my cycle, I have to change my seed. If you don't like your harvest, you got to check the seed you sowed because only you could only reap what you have sown. That's from Galatians chapter six will be on the screen for you. Uh, God, is not a, God will not be mocked for what you sow that and only that you shall reap. Everyone say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Now, today, as I delve into this word, I'm going to give you 10 keys to a successful 2017. 10 keys. Now, before I get there. I was looking up mygoals.com, number one New Year's resolution, health and fitness. Right now, slim fast, slim quick, body tight, all that stuff is making a whole bunch of money right now, because everybody wants to get right, right now. And come February, you're going to drop off like a rock, hopefully, hopefully. Amen. Number two, goal: personal growth, finances. Number three, uh, focus on their career. Number four, education. Number five, home improvement. Number six, time management. Guess what the last one is? Family. That's the indicator of our world right there. That's the last on the list. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Change begins with you. I want to Give you a preview of my world. Y'all ready? In 2011, these were my goals, just because I want to help you. Obviously, we're about to go into 2017, so you want to, I want you to see where my mind was. 2011, these were my goals. Financial, save 25 k That's $6,250 per quarter. That's $2,083 per month. That's $480.76 per week based on 52 weeks. You notice my goals are in-depth, precise, and to the dollar. Physical goal. 50 push-ups on call. Don't call me right now. (laughs) This was 2011. (laughs) was that, mama? And I did. Oh, yes, I did. I used to do push-ups with her in my back, but that's that's another season. Uh, We were two different people. Uh, Complete two-mile run, nonstop. Stay under 247. Family trips, Chicago, Marco Island. Faith, read or listen to the entire Bible twice. 60 books, 66 books times two. 132 books, 52 weeks, two and a half chapters per day. You notice I always get to the day. When I train people, this is what I would tell them: People don't have bad years; they have a collection of bad days. And if you let those days add up, you have a bad year. Amen. So you have to do uh, uh, your success is built in the small things. Look at your name said the small things, the details. So you, you have to be mindful. I heard uh, Thomas Hitman Hearn says, uh, when I feel like training, I train. When I don't feel like training, I train twice as hard. Because, see, the difference between the successful and the non-successful is what you do when you don't feel like doing it. Because, see, some days you feel motivated. Hallelujah. But what do you do the day you don't feel it? That's what separates people. So what I would tell my clients is you must create this thing called daily, minimum daily standards. Minimum daily standards. Pastor, what is that? For example, a minimum daily standard is I'm going to make at least five calls today. That's my minimum. I want to do 20, but my minimum is what? So here's the minimum. I'm going to pray today. I'm going to read at least one chapter. I would like to read five, but I'm going to do at least what? See what happens when you have minimum standards, the standard is never zero. So what happens if you have a whole bunch of zeros, come on, teachers, what's your average if you have too many zeros? You can't recover from too many zeros. See, you can recover from a 60, a 70, but that zero, that kills your average. So what happens, we have too many zero days. And too many zeros turn into a bad year. Versus if you could just do a little bit by a little bit. Ooh, I'm teaching somebody. Relationship, date night, bi-monthly. Complete first book, fully equipped. Now, this is 2011, y'all. Chapters, I'm working on how many pages. Get church average up to 500 in attendance. 2011, y'all. I already had the goals. Now, we way past that. But, but, but guess what? You will never hit what you don't aim at.
0: <sighs>
1: Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Get a day to day location because you know we had 15 million locations. It was a goal, all right. 2012 goal, finish book, run 5k, stay under 250. You know it's a three pound difference there. (laughs) Come on, speak truth, man. Speak truth, Mm -hmm. tithes and offering 25k, two family trips. Eight nights, twice a month, get building done, get house settled, work out four days a week. Notice I always have faith, family, and finances. Faith, family, and finances. I always have that. All right, 15 goals. Finish the building, we did it. Finish book, did it. Family trip, did it. Finish house, working on it. <laughs> Start looking at apartment complexes. Listen to me. Start. I didn't say buy. Buy. I said, start. You have to get the research in place before you even get to the place of comfort. Ha! Ah, several say start. What you looking at? Get past looking at the house. Start looking at houses. Ooh, start looking at some bigger stuff. You have to start visualizing it before it ever manifests. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone with that said Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to accomplish a new year's resolution, you must have a new day solution because if you always do what you've always done, get what you've always gotten. So if you want something new, you got to be willing to do something new. Point number one, we must have written goals. The Lord then the Lord answered me and said write the vision engrave it plainly on clay tablets so the one who reads it will run you better get something that you write down that you can look up that you get up in the morning you want to start running that you want to get you out of bed that wakes you up in the morning for the vision is yet for appointed future time it hurries towards a what everyone say go You're going to see goal and plan over and over again, goal of fulfillment. It will not fail, even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Now, let me give you some research. Uh, There was a study done at two prestigious schools, Harvard and Yale. The Yale study was in 1953. The Harvard study was in 1979. What does it say, pastor? Hallelujah. Y'all ready? Here it goes. MBAs uh, make ten times as much. The three percent, the three percent of MBAs that had written goals made more than the 97% combined. The three percent that had written goals, Harvard and Yale, they did a research on their graduates. The ones that had the most success were the ones who had written goals and they read them daily. Because if something happens to your subconscious if you keep reading it. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if, if these prestigious, successful business schools, they did their research and figured out the same thing. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do it? Look at your neighbor and say, I think he's talking to you. I think he's talking to you. So nine, the 3%, had more wealth and prestige than 97% combined. And it wasn't education. It wasn't their family. It wasn't their heritage. It was goals that they looked at daily. Hey, family. Pastor Jomo. I want to invite you to one of our three Sunday services at 715, 945, and 1145. Our new sanctuary is located at 12847 Balm Review Road in Rearview, Florida. And we have a seat saved just for you. When you come to Love First, you can expect relevant worship, a relational word, and the love of God being shown. Can't wait to see your face in the place. You can also find us online at lfcc.tv. Love First Christian Center, where we love to love. Proverbs 29.18 says it this way. Without a vision, the people perish. How can we go to a place we don't know? All right. I'm going to slow down so y'all can write that down because I want to go to number two. Amen. But I know y'all trying to write. Just write the scripture. It's amplified. You can find it. Amen. Number two. We must realize that God works through plans. Now, this will bless your life. Church, are y'all ready to read? Look what it says. Let's read the first one. May he grant your heart's desires and make all whose plans? So how is he going to grant something you don't have? Look what it says, y'all. May he grant you your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. I'm blessing somebody today. I ain't even got to the good stuff yet. Number two, y'all ready to read? Commit your works to the Lord. Submit and trust unto Him, and your plans will succeed. What if you if you respond to His will and guidance? Now, Pastor, what do you mean by that? Lord, we, we my wife and I we created a foundation, okay, and uh, we we have set it up and funded it. And uh, I actually hit one of my financial goals in giving. Uh, and I said, Lord, I commit my plan to you so I can do more for you. Show me what you want me to do. I'm committing it to him. Amen? Look at the next one right here. All, amen, brother. On the plans. Look what it says. Come on. This is good. This is good. This is good. Let's read, church. Good planning. And hard work lead to what? But hasty shortcuts lead to what? Look at your neighbor and say, do you have a plan? You're going to have a plan before you leave today? I'm taking you to church business school. Amen. Amen. This is what I taught corporations. they like, oh, this is good. Yes, Lord. Ah. <sighs> They're stop trying to get rich quick. The Bible says wealth is gained little by little over time. Amen. Start working on it. All right, next one, number three. We must be on God's team. Psalms 37, 4 and 5 says this delight yourself in the Lord. Commit thy ways unto him, and he ooh, and he. Oh wait, what? Oh, come on, let me do it. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will, he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Commit your way to him. Trust in him also, and he will. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he, won't he, won't he? He will do it. Psalms 127.1 says this. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who labor... Labor in vain. You're wasting your time. You're spinning your wheels. Ooh, we only, we got seven more, y'all. All right. Number four, we must trust God's path. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to our own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he, this is good, he will direct, he will make the way plain, and the Bible says he will even smooth out. The obstacles out of your way. Woo, Jesus. But again, have you committed your plan to him? Amen? Look, God has no problem with you having houses, cars, whatever you like. As long as he's first. You put him first, you can get the stuff you want. He ain't got no problem with it. I mean, the bro- I shouldn't say the brother. God, his... <laughs> His streets are gold. Am I right? The Bible says his streets are what? So why he have a problem with gold? He made the street gold. It could be asphalt. He made it gold. So why God ain't got a problem with gold? God is a problem when you put gold before you put Him. He will make your path straight, smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Ah, thank you, Father. Number five. This will bless your life. Every one of y'all need to write this down. You need to take this to your child. Listen to this one, y'all. Prepare your work outside. Get it ready for your, yourself in the field. Afterward, build your house and establish your home. I'm tired of seeing brothers with 24-inch rims going to a trailer park. Stop it. Get your... How you got a car worth more than where you live? A car is a depreciating asset. Your home's appreciating. If you don't put your money, put your money in your house. You spend most of your time there anyway. Even a dollar per hour value, it makes more sense. Now, look what the Bible says prepare your work outside, get it ready for yourself in the field. Get your education, man. Get your stuff straight, please. Take handle your business. You can take care of all of us. Stop trying to floss. You got a nice purse, but you broke. Come on. Get yourself together. I know everything look good, the hair, the weave, everything to God be the glory. But come on, man. I want an education. I need a brain. Have you met anybody that has their stuff out of order? Take this scripture then, baby. I I want you to, I want to read something to you. (sighs) Because what happens when your life is out of order, God can't flow. God is a God of. He says, he says, handle that first. Get your certifications, get your stuff. Stop trying to worry about being cute right now. You cute, cool. But you're dumb as a rock. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Get, get, get. Come on, line yourself up, man. No, no. God wants to use us, but we have to have ourselves together first. God want to promote some of y'all, but you have some stuff that's incomplete, so he can't get you where he want to get you because see, you haven't got your stuff together yet. <sighs> Prepare your work outside. Get it ready. Example, Minister Marcus would always talk about this. If y'all been through financial, uh if y'all been through Growth Track, by the way, if you join a Choice Church, that'd be a good idea. Some of y'all been here eight years, never been in Growth Track yet. I'm talking to y'all too, screaming. But he'll tell you. He said, "Man, for a while, he said, Pastor, he the only pastor of a church that brings in." Two, you know, be two million dollars plus this year. That drives used cars. He said, I ain't, he said, "I ain't never seen." He said, "This brother." He said he had a new car, and that was when I bought the 08 Lexus. It was new to me. No, was '07. It was brand new to me. So at, at the time, at the time, my wife, she had a '07 Expedition. I had a '07 Lexus. Both paid for. And we were driving to this church, built, and we're driving nine-year-old cars. Could afford it. But see, I said, I can't, my people can't afford me having it. Oh, let's just get all up in your business. I can afford it, but can the people handle me being able to afford it? Because see, people look at you different. Mm-hmm. Look what he did. He took the bill in front and bought a car. <laughs> Take my money right now. There it is. There it is. That's why I can't. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, I-, I-, I think I know somebody thought like that before. Look at your neighbor and say, I, I, think, I-, I think I know somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, I think it was you. I-, I think it was you. So what are you saying, pastor? I made sure God's house was done And I told my wife, I said, baby, when you get to 200,000 miles, I'll get your new car. She got over 200,000, and the church wasn't done yet. And I said, we got to wait because I got to take care of God's house. Because, see, I understand human nature. We'll celebrate your car, but you'll curse mine. Oh, I'll be all up in your face. I ain't scared of you. No, but this is how people think. God did it for you, but God can't do it for me. That's some old sick thinking, by the way. So I said, babe, I'm going to get you a car, but I want this project to be done first. Because I want no one to come to me saying, he took the building fund, and we don't have a building, but they have a car. I'll take the L. I said, babe, I know, and air conditioning went out, and this went out, and I'm just fixing it. Now she got a car. Praise the Lord. But guess what? I've never lost track of the goal. You have to be able to understand what's in the way of your goal. Uh, Pastor, uh, Dr. Mike Freeman, he says, Jomo, never get a car in the building campaign. Because even if someone gave it to your in hand, the people are going to think you're a thief. He said, don't touch it. And I said, okay. So the whole time I said, I'm not touching the car. Because I don't want to get off of the goal. Look at your and Say the goal. Raise your hand if you had a good goal and you bought something that took you off the goal. Come on, we all did it before. You had a goal, but you got you got emotional. <laughs> I got to have it. I did it before, and you look at that car and you want to cuss. <laughs> I try to take it back, y'all. I got the lease escalated. We try to take it back. They said, "No, nah, that's your car." I said, "No, I can't afford it no more." They said, "No, nah, that's your car." Got off my goal. Everyone said, get my house in order. Yeah. Take your stuff. Number six. We must have a giving goal. You must have a giving goal. You must have a giving goal. My wife and I, we, we just bust the clock on our giving goal this year. So excited. Hallelujah. And now, I'm, <laughs> I ain't going to say it to y'all, but y'all get all scary my
0: God. You've been listening to Pastor Jomo Cousins and services from Love First Christian Center. For service times, directions, and to learn more about Pastors Jomo and Charmaine Cousins, go to lfcc.tv. That's lfcc.tv. And be sure to listen every Saturday afternoon at 1.30 for more of God's Word from Pastor Jomo Cousins and services at Love First Christian Center.